Welcome into Five on the Floor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for finding us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. We're also on Dash Radio on the Nothing But Net channel every single night at 7 p.m. Also, check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Post-up show going on right now, hosted by Royal Shepherd, as well as FiveReasonsSports.com. The latest article from Brady Hawk is already up there. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. We refer you to this guy all the time. Big Miami sports fan. His name is Mark Brown. You can find him at markbrownpa.com. If you're a young single individual, it's important to have a meeting with Mark. Make sure that someone you trust is making decisions for you in case you're unconscious or incapacitated. If you're young with a family, as I know many in our audience are, you need to meet with him so you can set up plans for your kids if anything unfortunate ever happens. Even if you're older and don't have a family, you should have a say in where your estate goes. So reach out to markbrownpa.com. The phone number is 954 954- Five six six five six seven eight. That's nine five four five six six five six seven eight. Also, Mark has a title company there as well. It's a small firm, and so they can work with you on anything that has to do with real estate. So, some extra expertise there. Again, the phone number is nine five four five six six five six seven eight. MarkBrownPA.com. And now tonight's episode. One two three four five on the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alex Toledo and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's tonight's floor plan. I got Alex Toledo. Of course, I'm Ethan Skolnick. We're going to get you... Situated here after a 116 to 111 win for the Heat over the San Antonio Spurs. None of us had the guts on before floor to actually pick the Heat tonight. Even Greg kind of wavered, although he did ultimately pick the Heat. But I don't think anybody felt real good about the Heat in this rematch, particularly the way they approached the rematch against Chicago. And Alex, this thing looked like it was getting away from them. I think they were down 74 to 67, I believe. And then all of a sudden, the energy of two guys we didn't think we'd be talking about in the same sentence at the beginning of the season, Jimmy Butler and Dwayne Dedman changed this entire game. Like, I, I don't I mean, it, it's it's not crazy to say that Dwayne Dedman was like the second most important player on the court tonight. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he was great. He was very, very, very good. It was easily his best game on the heat. And not that he hasn't had pretty good games already. I've liked him as a backup five, but he was just awesome tonight. Uh, He was one of five guys to have 18 or more points. You know, they had another night from Jimmy where he had to take a whole lot of shots. Uh, He took 23 shots tonight, which is pretty crazy for considering the guy that he's been ever since he came to the heat. But Dwayne Debman played great. I thought you got a lot from Goran off the bench tonight. He was making his threes. I just thought like tonight was a, it was a different heat team because the bench unit was actually pretty good. And it was stopping off that run that happened in the third quarter. And, like, I was with you. I think once that third quarter started going the other way, I was starting to wonder if this was happening again. I think we're a little bit traumatized because, like, now we're just kind of getting into the defense mechanism of trying to expect it before it happens. And so that's where I'm, my head was at. But I, I love the way that it turned out. I love the way that they closed out. And I just thought it was a positive win for them. And I think you could have called it. I think this was a game to call because this is what they do, right? Like they lose and then they win to try to bounce back. And then inevitably they'll lose one of the next two. 
Yeah, but I thought they would lose this one because, again, I thought trying to, be, <laughs> trying to beat a pop team twice in a little over a week. Um, and, and the Spurs are playing True. for playoff positioning. They're a little banged up also. Of course, they, they don't have White. They don't have Lyles. Uh, but they've been playing pretty well. DeJounte Murray is a really nice young guard who I thought would hurt the Heat, and he did. But there were a couple of other positive developments tonight. Um, Goran Dragic, I thought, turned the corner more consistently tonight. He made some threes. which Very is, aggressive. Yeah, it seems almost like at this point, when he makes a couple of threes, then all of a sudden he does feel more comfortable going to the rim. And it's not just because of the way the guys are guarding him. It just, it almost seems to be a confidence boost to him. He, he got to the rim a couple of times without a solid screen, which hasn't really been happening lately. So I thought that was positive. He gave them some, some form to the offense. I will say that there were some sequences, particularly in that third quarter, Alex, before, uh, Butler and Deadman kind of took over. And even while Butler and Deadman were taking over, that the spacing was as bad as I've ever seen. Like, what what is going on there? I just think that uh, when Duncan's not on the floor, the spacing can can be a, a concern, especially when you're, when you're already missing guys, right? And, uh, look, I think Duncan is a guy who pretty much creates the spacing for Jimmy and Bam to be the efficient scorers that they are at whatever volume of shots they take. They're always pretty damn efficient. And uh, when he's not on the floor, I think it becomes a lot tougher. And that's why I think it's probably another factor into why Goron hasn't been, I think, as consistent is, you know, a lot of times he's he's playing with lineups where Iguodala is not really a threat as far as teams defending him. Devin is obviously uh, there to be a role big, not a shooter. Uh, and I just think, like, he's not working with as much spacing when, when Duncan's not on the floor in general. Let's get to the defense here a little bit tonight. They gave up 111. Uh, there were some bad sequences, uh, but I, I also thought, you know, the, the, I thought Bam played well defensively tonight. Um, I, they do have these lapses, though, and, and, and they had them again tonight uh, where, you know, I, the defensive rebounding was actually better than it's been. I think, again, Denman cleaned a lot of that stuff up. I thought some of the boxing out was better. Iguodala got some rebounds after some box outs. But it does seem sometimes like when other teams get towards the second half of a possession that the Heat can't hang with them anymore, and that happened a few times tonight. How do they clean that up? See, that's that's a tougher part because that's something that they've been pretty good at in general. But I don't know, man. I think tonight um, you saw a team that even without Derek White, who's, I believe, out for the season now, is the type of team that even though they're not some great team, they could give Miami problems because – they, they kind of remind me of Charlotte as like a team that just has a lot of different guys who can put the ball on the floor and bend the defense and hurt you that way. Where it's like, as long as they keep moving the ball all well and, uh, you know, kind of going away from the help, a team that has so many guys that can put the ball on the floor can actually, you know, rupture the Heat's defense there and find some holes and exploit them. I think that tonight is another night where you see that Although the defense is still something that I trust a lot just because now they have more defensive guys in general, it, it, it goes up and down just like the, the, the offense does. I think the defense is kind of a product of, well, if they're not all the way on point with their rotations, it gets ugly. And that, that's kind of what it comes down to is can they keep on a sustained focused uh, not only a sustained focus effort, but like Spo loves to talk about the multiple efforts and they, they have the whole team talking about this after every game. The multiple efforts is kind of like, like you said, the second half of a possession, sometimes the effort just isn't there as much like the, a team will find the holes of a defense and 
that's one of the things that that continues into that theme of consistency is can the defense stay consistent even though we believe in it more than the offense all right final thing i want to get to and then i'm after the break i want to talk a little bit about oladipo with you um kendrick nunn again uh performed well tonight uh, he he got did it with goron too strong he did it with Goran too and they actually been playing a lot better together the two of them together that pairing has been better than it was last season but he at out of the blocks, he gives them again consistent scoring. He's done it pretty much every night now. Uh, he's been efficient. He's but the other thing about it, Alex, and I don't want to look past this, is the decision making is so much better. I know we complained about that a lot last season. The decision making is a lot better. There were a couple of times he could have done the one-on-three thing and he didn't. Uh, and, and last year it was a lot to ask him not to do it. Like, I do feel like we talk about their developmental program and we talked about this on before floor tonight, how it's kind of failed a little bit this year. And I, I think part of that is because of the, you know, the, all the excuses that we've made in terms of practice time, et cetera. But the reality is, you know, they haven't really, I mean, the two, two way guys both have huge negatives. Um, I don't even know that Gabe Vincent's going to make it to the end of the season. They may decide to sign someone else in that spot. They haven't, the development really hasn't worked all that well this year, but it does seem like a couple of things. One Duncan has developed some parts of his game, but also, Kendrick Nunn has developed a higher IQ in his game, which I, I feel like that was a, a, a point of emphasis for them. And that's actually happened during the season. Yeah, I definitely agree with you 100% about Kendrick Nunn. Like he doesn't have nearly as many of those, like just questionable offensive uh, sequences that he had, you know, multiple times last season. It felt like he, it would happen once or twice. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. It's a game where he would just do too much and it would hurt the team, but he is very, very good. And, and I think it's just a lot of a lot of it is just the reps that he's gotten playing with these guys it's just like he's figured out when to shoot when to pass and I, I know I've said this before but it really has cleaned up his game because it just kind of simplifies everything when he's not out there like pissing you off and and <laughs> doing dumb things like he he doesn't need to be your main playmaker or anything like that he needs to play off of everybody else and I think he's done a very like a really good job at it just being a, a consistent shooter which is something you got to give him credit for even though we, we know shooting has variance like he's been very consistent at that while others haven't and then, like, not turning the ball over, not making dumb decisions. I just think he's been pretty damn good. And, you know, just keeps adding to that sample. I, you know, you'd love to see it. And 
as far as your development point, I actually want to push back a little bit there. Okay. Because uh, like, like you said, Kendrick hasn't developed anything completely new. I think he's just cleaned up his game a lot. I think you could give him some credit there. Cause you know, I'm sure they've worked out uh, the kinks of that in practice. And like you said, Dunk is added stuff. I actually think Duncan is just a much better overall player than he was last year, more solid on defense. And once guys, you know, send, you know, defenders will send two guys at him. He's very good. It's almost robotic, robotic at just feeding Bam or if they play him off the line and he goes, <clears throat> drives into the, the the defense and finding Bam there as a roller. I just think like they're adding skills. And then you talk about Tyler. Tyler's been inconsistent as a shooter. And I think that's kind of been my biggest question with him is, is he actually a really good shooter? Because I think they need him to be. But as far as his skill development, I think they've done a pretty good job there too. Like I think he has skills that we didn't know he would have when they drafted him. And it's still pretty early on in his career. He hasn't developed much uh, from his like body wise. I still think he's kind of like skinny to be out there as an NBA player playing as many minutes as he does when he's healthy. And I think he's got a lot of different skills. None of them are extremely high level. And I, and Bam has gotten better too. And so to me, it's like, I, I think the guys who have played a lot have gotten better and they haven't gotten much from Vincent and Struess so many times they're like playing together. So I will give their development some credit there. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I, I think it, it deserves a longer conversation because I, I, they, you're right. There's been individual skill set development for some of these guys, but it doesn't feel like the leaps that we've seen in previous years. And again, maybe that has to do with time, the short break, the short break time, lack of practice, et cetera, tired legs. I mean, again, we can make all of the excuses, um, but I also think maybe, maybe they didn't pick the right two-way guys also, or maybe they shouldn't have been in a position where they would have had to play the two-way guys too much. Again, some of that was out of their control and, and some of it has been because of some decisions that were made that weren't the best. All right. When we come back, we're going to get into Oladipo a little bit because there's a lot of cross currents on this. I do want to address them in a couple of minutes and kind of look ahead to the weekend. Before we do I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the five reasons sports network and of course that's miami grill you got to check them out whether you want wings whether you want dry rows and however you want those wings whatever kind of sauce they can do it for you they do the delivery you also can go pick it up of course they're all over south florida they're going to be feeding our guys during our big draft show we got our big dolphins draft show on the youtube channel starting at 7 30 tonight tomorrow night thursday night the big blitz that we're doing for over 30 years. My big grills brought you the big favorites from the big cities featuring authentic ingredients, prepared fresh to order. Again, the best cheesesteaks, wings, gyros, burgers, and more. Don't just bring dinner home, bring home Miami order online or in person, pick up drive through dine-in and delivery available at all locations. And also download them at my Miami grill. That's my Miami grill.com and get the app. All right. Oladipo. Um, he was there tonight. Uh, did you see him? He was there on the, you could see him on the bench. Uh, he was cheering for his teammates. Everybody kind of wants to know what's going on. Cause it seems like he's just trying to sell music on, on his IG account. So he fans wow. are a little fr frustrated, but well, I mean, they're frustrated because they want to know about basketball. And I understand that he's not going to give a whole lot away, but you know how heat fans get because it's all got to be about basketball or they get pissed off. Um, but I will tell you that I got three different texts from people associated with, with, uh, Let's just say league sources, okay? Uh, all saying they don't expect him back this year. Now, I'm not reporting that as fact, but I've been under the assumption that he would be coming back. That's kind of what I've been hearing, and I just think I should at least throw it out there that tonight, when I threw this at a couple of league sources, they're like, oh, no, he's not coming back. Um, 
can we just pose this again as a hypothetical because I have a feeling this is going to get aggregated in a way that I probably don't want. So let me throw this out here as a hypothetical for you, Alex. If Oladipo doesn't come back, okay, and I'm not saying that's a given. Like I said, three people today, I could talk to three people tomorrow, might tell me something different, but I was surprised, okay? If he doesn't come back this season, um, what is their upside? Well, it depends on what happens with the rest of the roster. And I don't mean that for that to sound as a cop-out, but I think if you get specific, um, it seems like their plans are to go after Kyle Lowry. And I don't, I think it's like the worst kept secret at this point. And like, if they're able to do, if they're able to nab somebody like him, retain Duncan, retain Kendrick Nunn, bring back Goran and Trevor on friendly deals, then I think it's all right. But if you lose him and, you know, other things aren't going your way, I think it's kind of a bad look. Not because you gave up so much to get him, you know, we miss Kelly for sure, but more just because it's like, well, if you did it, if you don't nab somebody else like Lowry, another shot creator with that cap space, it just feels like you didn't even really get to see Oladipo. And I, I it surprised me when you said that, just because it's like you would think that now it would they will be able to hopefully bring him back on a team friendly deal, but you also got to think about it from his per- perspective where he kind of turned down to pretty decent uh, big money extensions for around 20 something like per year. So maybe it is a question if he comes back or not, especially if they're trying to go after somebody else and he's just kind of waiting there while they're over, while they're flirting with somebody else to use all their cap space on uh, it, it could get tricky for sure. I, it just, what about, but what about what happens? Season? Like if you can, but, but if, Alex, what, what about this season? What is their upside this season without him? Oh, okay. I thought we were just doing off-season stuff. Well, right off-season is fine. I let you go because I wanted to hear what you had to say. But what is, <laughs> but what is, what, what is their upside this season? I think the upside for this season without him is severely limited, and not just that. Like having him there takes him another level. It just sucks because I, I still have questions about Goran being able to get you know gave you what he gave you tonight in consistent playoff games. Like maybe he'll give it to you once every few games, once every three, hopefully two. But I, I like the idea of Oladipo not as somebody that they would have to rely on a lot, but somebody who could take pressure off other guys, like from Jimmy to have these games where he's taking so many shots. Like you, you, you wanted to save that for the playoffs. You wanted to save Goron's legs for the playoffs. You haven't really been able to much. They haven't been able to manage him too much because of all the other stuff going on with them this year. And so I think the way that they are right now, it's a team that's kind of tired, obviously hurt. And without Oladipo, like they're going to be playing on the margins all the time. It's going to be a matchup game. And I think that they can – easily get out of the first round if they get a really bad matchup there uh and again it's just about getting to that four or five to get another team that you can feel good about going up against because even though i've said all season i'm not afraid of some of these teams in the top three i just think you know getting them in the first round is a complete loss because this team is not healthy and and i think they want to rev up a little bit before having to face one of those teams and you know i I don't want to say it but they can absolutely be out in the first round if things don't go right all right well Again, I want maybe to in the play. And I mean, you know, yeah. I hate that idea, but it's not out of the question. You you can't keep it out of the question. I mean, they could absolutely lose a play in game just as they won tonight. I mean, I, I don't know that we're sold on the consistency of this team. I mean, they, they they kind of pulled a rabbit out of their hat tonight and I give them credit for doing it again. They had that sequence after they fell behind in the third where they rallied with a 15 0 run. Most of it was Butler and Deadman, some of it Dragic at the end. They end up winning the game, but Again, I want to be clear on something. I'm not reporting that Oladipo is not coming back this season. I'm just saying that 
I've been leaning towards him coming back even before the end of the regular season. And when I put that out there as kind of my thought from everybody I've spoken to, it was thrown back at me tonight and said, "Mm, not so fast. So I just want to be clear on that before this gets aggregated in a certain way. All right. Uh, follow our sponsors, Miami Grill, of course, markbrownpa.com, prizepicks.com. Use that code five. Use that code five. They're putting in something for the NFL draft. They're going to have futures for NFL draft picks. So they're adding that to prize picks. So make sure you check that out, but use the code five. Make sure you get that bonus. All right. Have a good night. Heat win 116 to 111. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.